fine, people. I'll give you a podcast about Stranger Things rumors. I mean, I'm having lunch at the Capitol Grill in New York City, and I'm looking at my Facebook messages, and it says, you haven't talked about the rumored things that are going to be in the Stranger Things pinball machine, Canada. And here's why. Because I don't care until we actually get to see something with Stranger Things, the worst kept rumor in pinball. So here I am. I also got a Facebook message from someone who works at Stern Pinball. Yes, they work at Stern Pinball. And they said, Chris, I'm here to confirm with you that Stranger Things will be revealed on Monday, December 23rd. Okay, so for all of you out there, tapping Kaneda on the back for a pinball podcast to talk about Stranger Things, can we just wait a few days until we actually have a game to look at? But you know what? I'm here to oblige you guys who can't go a few days without an episode of Canada's Pinball Podcast. So we're going to talk about the rumored features in Stranger Things on this podcast of Canada's Pinball Podcast. But before I do that, I also want to talk about Puny, 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 whichever freaking way you pronounce it, Puny Pinball, and why I have not done any feedback or opinions, or given any any insight into how I feel about the new company from that guy that was making the pinball book with Todd Tucky. And I'm going to be real short on this, and I'm going to be completely honest and transparent and as candid maybe as I've ever been on this podcast. What do they say about good artwork? What do they say about getting a reaction from people? Is that anything that elicits a response from people, both good or bad. That's art. You're either going to like it or you're not. And it's going to give you some sort of response. And I'll tell you this. In my four or five years covering the pinball hobby, nothing, and I mean nothing, has made me feel more dead inside than puny pinball or puny pinball. I have no, I have no feelings on it. I think it's stupid. I think it makes no sense. The fact, And when I read the story of, of how this company came to light and this guy listened to Team Pinball, the Mafia People's seminar and said, those are my dudes. Those dudes couldn't even sell 10 machines. And you pick them, like Romain or whatever, Roman, whatever his name is. And then you look at this game in the midst of everything happening in pinball, Rick and Morty, Stranger Things, Ninja Turtles, Willy Wonka, Jurassic Park, Batman, Star, Star Trek, you know, all these things coming out, Toy Story, Guns and Freaking Roses, and you want to put that out in the world? I have no opinions about it. I don't care. It's not real to me. It's a nightmare to wake up and look at that game out in existence. And this guy's commentary... He doesn't care if he, if, if he sells one of them and the buyer's happy, he's, he's content. And then he says, like, if games three or four are successful, then he'll be happy. You know what? Honestly, let's all collectively stand up and tell this company, GTFO, get the F out of here with this crap. Crap. Who's buying this crap? Nobody. Nobody. 
And the fact that he hitched his wagon to these guys who made a game that is the biggest pinball failure in the last 15 freaking years, I'm done. I'm never going to talk about this company again and all their stupid themes. I'm sorry. It's not worth my time. I don't understand. I really don't understand. I was going to have Dave Sanders on to talk about it. I know he worked on this with them. Nothing to say. It, it, you know, it, it, it's like when, when a pinball makes you feel dead inside like that, what, what are you supposed to talk about? We're done. We're done with that. All right, let's talk about Stranger Things, the worst kept secret in pinball. What do, what do I want to do on this episode? Okay, here's here's the deal. Here's the deal. Let's talk about the fact that it's confirmed that December December 23rd is the date, okay? So that's Monday. We got Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Monday, we're going to see it, okay? So this podcast is going to be garbage come Monday because we're going to have the actual game to look at. But because you people want another episode of Canada's Pinball Podcast before then, here we go. These are the rumors happening with the game. The layout design is by Brian Eddy. It is coded by Lonnie and Mike. Now, Lonnie being the coder of Stranger Things, I think has people nervous. Now, Lonnie did Guardians of the Galaxy and he did Aerosmith. He's not exactly Stern's like, you know, home run coder. And this is a home run theme for Stern. So what will Lonnie do with this game? I don't know. But Lonnie is the coder of the game. Now, the artwork is based on Netflix illustration style artwork. Now, I think that makes people feel happy because if you Google image search Stranger Things, all the Netflix art is really dope. Now, I do hope that Stern does something more interesting than than just dropping the existing Stranger Things artwork onto a pinball game. So we'll see. I don't know. I have not talked to anybody who's seen the art. I heard it's okay. I heard the art's fine. It's a fan layout. Okay, what does that mean? Fan layout. Like, as as if there's, like, layouts in pinball that are not for fans of pinball. I hate this phrase. But I think what fan layout means is there's two flippers and, and you have shots that go up the play field, like two ramps, but there's more than two ramps. I don't know. Here's what I heard from someone who's played the game, a major person in the industry who's played the game. He said, Chris, the layout of this game is very similar. Wait for it. It's very similar to Attack from Mars and Medieval Madness. All right. Made both by Brian Eddy. So shocking. Brian Eddy designed another game that is laid out like other Brian Eddy games. The same way every John Borg game is every John Borg game and every Gomez game is every Joe. You know, it's like these designers, they make me laugh because they have their design philosophy. So it's 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 a it's a fan layout. That's fine. Okay, so fan layout. What else we got? All right, we have flow. I love that that's like a, a bullet point. Progression and shot balance is designed to feel like Medieval Madness and Attack from Mars. All right, so we get to toys. Here are the toys we're hearing about. There is a Demogorgon head bash toy up the center with drop targets in front. Okay, supposed to be Hawking's lab with the portal to the upside down. There is a projector under the apron that transforms playfield objects. 
So ramps, stand-ups, drops, and other elements on the playfield changed based on the location in the mode you're playing. So upside down, Will's house, wherever. There are even scoring elements projected onto things like numbers on drop targets. Okay, now this is the big thing. This is the big question mark because the person I talked to who played this game, they played the pro version of the game. And let me tell you right now, I don't think that this projector upside down thingamajiggy is on the pro version of the game because they said to me that they did not experience this on the game they played and that if Stern is successful in executing this element in the game, it will be a game changer and a new type of innovation that we've never seen before in pinball. Okay, so I've got that person telling me that. Now, I have another person who's very, very, very embroiled in Stern and is is very close to everything who's played this game as well and told me that I would have a field day with this game, both good and bad. And that some stuff works and some stuff just doesn't work and it's going to give me a ton of content for my show. So it leads me to believe that the major element of this game that is up in the air is whether or not the execution of this projectile imagery or this projector that's supposed to create the upside down world in this game. This is the big question mark. Can Stern nail this? Does it work? Will it work in all types of lighting? Will it work if you have bright overhead lighting in your game room? Will it work on location? Will it work if you have pin stadium lights in your game? Probably not. Here's the other part that I heard, and I'm not sure this is the way it's going to work. I know they were experimenting. This is crazy. They were experimenting with a projector that would shine on the glass of the game. And that there would be a sort of like a, a, a filter or some sort of filter substance on the underside of the pinball glass that when the projector hit it, it would create the illusion of the upside down world for the person who's standing over the game looking down onto the play field. Now look, nobody, nobody, and I've talked to many people, nobody can quite articulate what this whole thing is. We're going to have to see it. This is going to be one of those pinball machines where it's not just like there's a Slimer that moves around or there's a Black Knight toy with a flail and a shield or you've got Groot up the middle whose mouth opens up and that's where you lock multi-balls. No, the major feature of this game is a new type of technology or new use of technology we've never really seen before in pinball and whether or not it works and is effective I think that's going to be what this entire game is riding on. And, and, and I'm excited to see what it is, right? I don't know about you, but I'm so sick and tired of reading people post about this, hearing podcasts talk about it. Let's just see it. Let's just see how they execute this and if it actually adds to the experience of pinball. Now, the reason why I kind of feel like it's going to be a miss is because of the guy that I trust who played the game. I don't feel like he would have told me what he told me if this thing was an executional home run. And the other thing I've heard from people over at Stern 
that have played the next few Stern machines is very simply this. I've universally heard from people that I know that the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game is the one. That that this is not the one. That Stranger Things is not the big game coming from Stern that's going to showcase what this company can do. I keep hearing it's it's Ninja Turtles. They don't want you to hear this. Distributors don't want you to hear that. But I am hearing that this is the okay next game. But the, the real game that you're going to want is Ninja Turtles with Zombie Yeti and John Borg and, and internet connectivity and ramps that you can control the direction of the ball. A lot is coming. A lot is coming with Ninja Turtles. And I kind of feel like Stranger Things might be like Ghostbusters. And what I mean by that is the new Stern platform, the new thing they're going to switch over to. I think Ninja Turtles is going to be the first game that has the new sort of operating system with with Stern Pinball, and it's not going to be Stranger Things. Remember when Ghostbusters came out, and it was like it was like the game right before they went to the LCD screen. It's like why didn't you go LCD with Ghostbusters? Okay, all right, but that's not all we're hearing about Stranger Things. Let's keep going. I'm hearing there are let's see, there's upside down is random hurry up mode. One of the kids flips into the upside down and you need to hit shots to bring them back. Okay. And then gameplay. Half a dozen multi-ball modes. Three staging areas to hold the ball. 40 plus modes designed for longevity in the home. That's such a weird way to phrase it. Do you think Stern Pinball would be like, this is for longevity in the home? It just sounds really cheesy. All right. All right, and then when it comes to premium LE, there's a telekinesis ball lock up the left ramp. Multiple balls can stick to the backboard via magnet, like 11 pinning the Demogorgon to the wall. And the Demogorgon toy will move with the premium and LE. See, when I read these features, it sounds like the projector is also part of the pro, but when I talked to my boy, he mentioned nothing about experiencing that in the game. So I don't know what I don't know what to tell you guys. I really don't know what to tell you guys other than Monday is going to be the day in which all of our questions are answered. Now, if I were a betting man, see, maybe I'm being set up, right? Maybe this is the most like, oh my God, game of all time. And the people close to it are just trying to troll me and tell me that this isn't the end-all be-all. But I got I to gotta tell you, I've, ha- I've heard from multiple people that I really trust that are close to this project and other Stern games coming. And I just keep hearing this isn't the one. This isn't the one to go all in on and get like excited about because it's not going to deliver what people think. Now, I don't know if they're, again, if they're trolling me or if this game is going to introduce this phenomenally new way to like experience pinball. Here's what I think is going to happen. This is just me this is just me guessing. I think this game is going to to try and do something ambitious. I think it's going to try to do something overly ambitious. I think Brian Eddy knows that there's tremendous pressure on him to create a mechanism or magic or world under glass that is reflective of his previous uh, pinball classic titles. And I don't know, you know if, if that pressure is going to lead him to overreach in what's possible in pinball. Because here's the problem with pinball is it still needs to be physical. 
And when I hear about it being like a projector and hitting projected like images, I don't know if that's going to be satisfying. There's just, you know, pin 2K was not satisfying. Like hitting those digitally projected targets on the play field was just never satisfying. It was always more satisfying to hit physical targets. The castle in Medieval Madness, so satisfying because it's physical. You know, the the spaceship and getting into it in, a, in Attack from Mars, it's so satisfying, like lowering those drop targets and, and hitting the, the ship. You know, so I don't know. I don't know what this is going to be. But I do worry that it's going to reach too far, try to do something never done before, and it might just be unfulfilling in terms of a pinball experience. Now, look, you take it for what it's worth. These episodes to me, these are the ones I always never want to do because I, I just don't understand why we're all not just waiting to see what happens here because we're, we're going to find all the answers out real soon, okay? I think a better use of your time over the next like few days is not to speculate on stranger things. It's not to go on Pinside and, and try and ask people why they did or did not buy Rick and Morty. I think a good use of your time tomorrow and into Saturday is to hop on to the special when lit Project Pinball fundraiser that they are doing. To me, that is the most exciting thing going on in pinball over the next 48 hours. Yes, we will learn about Stranger Things on Monday, but please join Ken and Bill and all the amazing people that are going to raise as much money as possible for Project Pinball. The check for $3,500 from my Big Lebowski is going to go to that cause, which is doubled by Adam Schwartz in New York City. So that's a $7,000 donation alone just from the Big Lebowski sale. Let's do that this weekend. Let's all enjoy the weekend before the holidays with our friends and family. And let's get ready to geek out over Stranger Things Pinball on Monday. For me, the main question on my mind when I see this machine, yes, I'm excited to see the layout. I'm excited to see the toys in it. My main, the main thing I'm looking at does it sound like I'm losing my voice? Because I think I am. Sorry, guys. The main thing I'm looking for is I want to see what the assets in the game are. I, I'm really curious if we're going to see clips from the show with synced up voice from the actors in the show, if we're going to get music beyond just a theme song in the game. And I, I'm just and, and I'm just curious, like, are the modes going to be reflective of the scenes in the show or are they going to be more Jurassic Park like where it's animated stuff inspired by scenes from the show because I think Stranger Things to me is going to be indicative of what direction Stern Pinball is going in moving forward but it doesn't matter you know I told this to someone the other day I was like it doesn't matter Stern has Stranger Things Pinball they're going to sell like 5,000 of these things easily this property is so hot and then they're going to sell ninja turtles and they're going to sell jurassic park and they're going to keep going stern pinball is without a doubt a a juggernaut freight train that can't be stopped you know absolutely like stern's going to sell more stranger things in a month than the total numbers of rick and morty machines that will be made over 18 months okay like let's not even let's not even try and compare 
um, what Rick and Morty has done than what Stern's going to do. You know, I saw people being like, well, well, Stern must really be kicking themselves that Spooky Pinball sold 750 games in four hours. They don't care at all. They don't. They really don't. Because in those four hours, Stern Pinball went and made like another 25 games in just that amount of time. And, and they're making games every day. The line doesn't stop. The line does not stop, all right? What's on the line right now at American Pinball? What? What are they making right now? Even Spooky Pinball, like they're they're just ending up with Alice Cooper. They're going to make 10 games a week. It's a small operation. It, it's a mom and pop. It's a small business. And that's fine. I mean, I love that about Spooky. You know, I'll say this. I feel good. I feel really good about buying from Spooky Pinball. I'm excited to get a Rick and Morty machine. I, there's just something about buying for Spooky Pinball just makes me feel better inside than buying a Stern game. Now, that doesn't mean I think the games are better than Stern games. I'm not saying that. Stern is just a huge company. They are a huge company. The distance between Stern executive and the fan base of Pinball is so far in my mind. Like, they don't care. They're not engaged with us. Now, we're the diehards. We're the enthusiasts. It's, Stern doesn't even care. I, I, I'm going to say this. We're not their primary target. They know that losers like us that listen to podcasts every week, that are on Pinside for hours, they know we're going to buy their games. They don't need to engage with us. Charlie needs to engage with us and Chuck needs to engage. They're the same person, by the way. Spooky Pinball engages with us because... They can sell every single one of their games to just the enthusiast base. Stern can't only sell to people like us. They need to find new buyers, and they do. They do. But they also have more money when it comes to marketing and distribution and and, and productivity, right? I mean, imagine if Stern Pinball was making... Stranger Things at the pace that Spooky Pinball was making a game. They couldn't go out there. What happens if you get 5,000 people who want a Stranger Things game? Imagine that. Imagine if Spooky Pinball got an order for 5,000 games, right? For you know, you know how long that would take? This is I'm not even making this up. For Spooky Pinball to make 5,000 games at their current rate of manufacturing, this is going to make some of you, it would take 10 years. No, 10 years for Spooky Pinball to fulfill 5,000 orders. But you know what? They're totally different companies. I love that we have Spooky. I love what they're doing. I love Rick and Morty. I love the theme for pinball. I love Stranger Things. I love the Stranger Things show. I hope Stern figures out how to make this Stranger Things game a home run. I'm just hearing that it's not that. Now, all answers will be settled on Monday. And then I don't love puny pinball, puny pinball. I just don't understand. I don't understand like making a pinball company with people that have never made a successful pinball game and then telling us that you don't really care if you sell them. To me, that's just like, that's a lack of intelligence. It's a lack of direction. It's a lack of uh, market research, everything. It's just stupid. It's not, I'm not even going to cover them. It's just stupid. All right. All right, everybody. You got, you got an episode. You got Kaneda with a hoarse voice who's now going to, this is what I'm going to go do. It's 3.36 on a Thursday. I should be at work, but I took off the second half of the day. 
to go wait online to see rise the rise of Skywalker, the new Star Wars movie that is getting panned, panned by the media. Unfortunate for me and, and my crew, we got tickets at the RDX, 40X, whatever the hell the crappy thing is with the seats move and the smoke, but they're not uh, reserved seating. So I have to go line up early on a movie that I know is gonna suck. Man, I, I don't envy me right now. All right, everybody. Thank you for putting up for this show. This is like a like I'm really dying here today, but I just hope you remember this that 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 Canada is going to get you a show to talk about this stuff when he when he's really a little under the weather. I mean, come on, I'm dedicated to this. All right, the world's most super awesome pinball podcast that you deserve, ladies and gentlemen. We'll talk to you real soon. We're going to talk a lot more on Monday when we see Stranger Things. I'm not going to do a show over the weekend. There's no new news. There's no new news. Hopefully, all of you who bought Rick and Morty, hopefully you know what number you are by the weekend. That's going to be a whole nother thing that happens when everyone who ordered their bloodsucker who thinks their game's going to be made first realizes that number 573 bloodsucker, you're not first, Johnny boy. Have a good day. We'll